Hello, ciao, and welcome back to the Chronicles of a Black Italian Women. My name is Benedict Fijunta, and I'm the host and creator of this podcast. Hello, hello, people of the internet. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Here we are. Our quest is almost coming to an end. Summer is not finished, though. You always know the deal. If you've been here, and if you're new, well, you must well know. Summer for me does not end till at least September or October. Because first of all, in Italy, summer still carries on for a long time. And also because I just love summer. And I feel just right now being able to enjoy summer a little bit more with the sun and little trips here and there. So I was really grateful. Right now, I'm in my home, northern Italy. And uh, soon I'll be heading back to my new city. I will start a new job. So it's kind of nerve-wracking, but was so excited. So, what to tell you guys, here is the new episode and there are different things we're going to talk about. This, we will talk a lot about women's, women's rights and gen- unfortunately we have to talk about gender violence because of the latest news that have been happening here in Italy. But I want to start with you, well, I want to start this episode on a kind of a light note and going back to a topic that I kind of mentioned a couple of weeks ago which is the Barbie movie. I finally got to say the Barbie movie. And I was so pleasantly surprised because, I don't know, I was not expecting that. I was very critical. If you were listening to the last few episodes, you probably know that I was critical. Still, because my relationship with Barbie was not like literally the best. I contributed to a lot of insecurities. When it comes to my self-esteem, especially my skin tone, beauty standards. So for me, Barbie was always like, of course, it was also a doll that I played when I was little. I played with it. Also made me confront what society was saying that the beauty standard was blonde and blue eyes. But seeing the movie was so helpful as well, like because I think that aspect was kind of covered by a character, which her name is Sasha. She's just as a little kid, and she's a teenager, and I could really identify with her because she was very like, I was spoken on the fact that she did not like Barbie, and uh, the various reasons of why she didn't like Barbie, and she brought it up at the pink, and uh, all the things that I think at some point, even as uh, young girls and women, we start giving a negative connotation, for example, to the color pink, we start to not embrace certain aspects that we be associated with femininity because you understand that we live in a society that is quite patriarchal. And so we kind of distance ourselves with many things that are associated with femininity. But it was a beautiful movie. It was so good, but also I was shocked and surprised about the reflection that sparked within me. There is a part of the movie, there is find out that you, in the beginning you feel so good because you said this, I'll try not to spoil it for you, of course, but you see this part of the movie which women like are powerful and uh, not only powerful, but you know, like rewarded for their contribution to society and uh, it's, just, it's just beautiful, right? And then I suppose you see things changing because especially there are two words, the real world and Barbie world. By the time we come to the real world, they discover that, oh, women are not treated the same as men and do not cover the same rule. And it's just so 
is so shocking that even myself while I was watching the movie, I almost believed that there was a possible world in which women wouldn't recognize for their work and achievement. And then that sensation of everything fade away, I kind of felt it very strongly. I don't know why. And I think they did a great job, especially the director, great. The director, uh, she did an amazing job. And also talking about, like, I think it's very important sometimes when we're, we talk about what things are created for and what's the purpose. Oftentimes we can miss that when, uh, especially we don't go to the origin story. When it comes to Barbie, Barbie literally was created with a specific goal. And I'm glad that the director went to that origin story to talk about it and explain, like, why this movie was here. So Barbie, if you don't know the doll, was created by Mattel and by Ruth Andler, a businesswoman. And she, this idea came to her when she noticed that her daughter was playing with little figures, uh, like small cardboards cut from magazines, instead of uh, little like baby dolls. And the baby dolls uh, were the predominant, predominant game, predominant, not predominant game, yeah, predominant game that little girls used to play with. And uh, what Ruth Handler did gave a different aspiration to little girls. Rather than just be like future mothers, they could be their own women and they, create, they can create worlds which they could be in charge and which they can imagine and have a picture themselves. And so that's how Barbie was born. And uh, it was nice to see that element within the movie. It was very touching. And of course, me, like, great job to Margot, Margot Robin, Ryan Gosling. We love you guys. But of course, I always have the sweetest spot for two people. Okay, to the movie. Of course, I love, uh, like, I don't know what I love. I don't particularly love. I'm sorry, but they did a great job. Like, Margot Robin and Ryan Gosling, of course, they did amazing. But my sweetest spot are always for two specific people, actress, creator, which is Issa Rae and also America Ferreira. America Ferreira, literally, she did so good in that movie and monologue talking about womanhood and what it means. The fact that as a woman, you're always made feel that you're not good enough whichever choice that you make. And... I don't want to spoil it for you guys because I think it's so important. I think this is a movie that both men, women, and uh, I, I really feel not binary. I think it's such an important movie to watch because still the underlying issue within our society, it's patriarchy. And, uh, and for me, it's very funny that the conservatives in America they were going crazy about the fact that men were not the center of attention and they felt... And in some countries, it was even banned that they say promoter homosexuality. And I was like, do you guys watch the same movie that you are talking about that's kind of interesting? So it's very, it's very nice because there is like little irony, political references, but also like it's very deep and reflective as well. The way to feelings, aspiration, humanity, and I don't know, I was very surprised, definitely I was very surprised. I think it was fair for me to come out here and said that 
it's okay to change my mind. And I kind of did. Not completely because I think Barbie contributed to a lot of issues in the same time in the world. But originally it was created to empower women and have women at the centre and be able to see women be born beyond motherhood and be beyond the patriarchal lands. And as we're talking about patriarchy, unfortunately I do have to talk about some recent events that do have happened here in Italy. Let me share a trigger warning for you guys. We'll be talking about gender, gender violence. I'm talking about rape. I'm talking about feminicide. So if at any point you don't feel comfortable with this uh, kind of topic, do trigger you. Please, I want to say thank you for listening to this point. Uh, you can feel free to just go and watch something more relaxing. Or you can still tune in and listen and maybe learn unfortunately with some recent event up happening here in Italy. So this past few weeks has been heavy for many people, especially many women here in Italy, because on the news, uh, this book about this rape case that happened in uh, Palermo in Sicily, a young girl of 19 years old was raped by seven, seven, seven young men. She was raped, she was filmed, she was abused, and uh, the chats that came out of that event were horrible. They were saying they intoxicated her, and they said, like, look at her, she's really suffering, it feels like a born in the way. They were saying, like, we were, like, dogs on a body. I'm sorry about the cruelty of those words. Uh, I thought it was important to share those because I don't think people can understand the extreme that these things that do happen, how extremes uh, they are and the reality of it. Some people now you didn't learn all emergencies, didn't use that uh, and use are exaggerating, this is not a fact, women are exaggerated. But fortunately, this is the reality. In Italy, now more than 70 women are being killed uh, by their partners, former partners uh, in this country. And uh, it's a big issue. You know, this is happening while we have, in theory, a woman as prime minister. This is happening while, in theory, society, more women are acquiring in position of power. But the reality is that still a lot of women are vulnerable. In this case, I'm talking about Italy, of course, but this is something that applies all over the world. Looking from Afghanistan, which two years ago, Afghanistan was left, was left to itself, to its own destiny, to the Taliban. So we have women that are not allowed to go to beauty centers, to young girls are not allowed to get education. To Italy, to which we have these cases, and now we go to in Africa, which is still, we have so many issues that are affecting young girls that do not have access, unfortunately, to education, or there is still genital mutilation happening. And then we have issues in uh, America and South America in which machismo still prevails. This issue, when it comes to gender violence, is a global issue. And I wish people 
will deeply understand that. This is not just the issue of some countries. This is a global issue. The issue of the system of this world are founded on the principle of patriarchy. Very important that we tackle it on a local, regional, national and international level. Literally, uh, people of the internet, I actually prefer people of the internet over guys because even there, I love gender bias there. But I want you to understand one thing, is that I choose to live my life by the pursuit of justice. This is what I decided to do in my life. And also because I've seen the way women are treated differently within my household, outside my household. The fact is this, and I'm really grateful to my friends that share a lot of reflection, including my friend Stefania Nukombo Teresa, who was sharing about the fact that as women, we always know one woman, more than one woman, we always know victims, but men never know the aggressors. And uh, it's very horrible. It is horrible because it just tells you a lot. In this throughout this week, I had so many mixed emotions, so many thoughts going through my mind. And one of the thoughts that goes through my mind is what men are doing about this issue. My brother and the listener of this podcast are women, but I know there are men. I think I say about 44% of men that do listen to this podcast. And so if you're one of those, in which way you are helping with this course, in which way you are tackling this issue. Because literally, for me, I just, I don't know, for me, it really upsets me because I cannot think that one more generation has to grow through this horrible thing. And when we're talking about gender violence, I want you to think about the fact that it's broad and it's more common than you think, okay? Today I was watching, even it's crazy even how it's normalized because gender violence oftentimes is normalized, okay, in the moment that even with things that we watch. For example, uh, today I was watching just some TV I'm back home in Northern Italy, so we have house, we have a TV. And so I was watching this, uh, the English version is say yes to the dress. And there's this young girl, she was 26, and she was saying how she's been with her partner for like, I think about nine years. She was saying how she changed the way she dresses because of her partner. And I was, wait, I can't, you all showed this on TV as if it's normal. And everybody's laughing about it, downplaying it. And the mom though, she said that, my daughter does not look like my daughter. My daughter does not wear clothes anymore that are revealing, which expresses herself. And I'm just, clearly she's in an abusive relationship because in which relationship, you as a woman, you're not allowed to dress in a certain way. If you're not allowed to dress in a certain way, you are dealing with abuse. Somebody's controlling you psychologically. And abuse is not only physical. It's very important that we understand the different form of abuse. There is the physical, and that's not the only one that we, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And But the physical, it goes beyond like giving a punch, okay? The physical, it's like it happens in so many different forms, and it's so many different ways. There is sexual assault. There is there are so many forms of abuse. There is psychological abuse, financial abuse. There is digital abuse as well. Because if somebody's threatening you with materials, then they film you without your consent, or you share materials that may have to do something with something sexual. And then that person uses that material to threaten you 
or to share so much without your concern, that's digital abuse. So there are so many different forms of abuse. And it's important that as society, we know what these things are so we can tackle and address it and not be complacent. Because what on earth? Now there is this video of this small girl of 19 years old that she has been raped and she has been filmed circulating on the web and people have even been sicker that on telegram a message are people are requesting the images and the videos this is how sick this society is this is how sick this society is and this is how sick okay men are to have control and power over women because this is the issue is not simply porn because i tell you people will be very easily say that yeah it's because of porn that we have this issue we need to ban sites we need to stop access da, 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 da. porn as as its own issue stuff as an industry trust me especially when it th we think about things like porn hub the way in which women that have been trafficked have been abused their videos are on this platform so there is that porn as its own issues as well but blaming the fact that it's only because of porn that we are in this situation is too simplistic and thinking that doing a chemical castration is the solution castration which this is what has been proposed by the way by one of the ministers of this federal government has been offered the solution to we're gonna fix this because there are literally sounds like this there are a bunch of bad apples which are pedophile and abusers and we're just going to we're just going to chemically constrain them this is not a solution because first of all i i believe in re-education i want to move more to a abolitionist idea i don't think it's the solution is simple people putting people in prison and we solve the problem but till, till prison at present as somebody said on twitter till prisons at present this is a system that we're gonna use for now and uh, that cannot be the solution the solution has to be cultural the solution has to be radical and we have to look at what the root cause of all of this what's the roof cause of all of this of violence even within relationship what what are the causes what are the actual causes of all of this the causes is the patriarchal society and oftentimes religion has been used to reinforce this idea and i'm telling you this even as a believer myself I mean, as much as i'm going through the construction process i've always been critical this is kind of my approach to my faith because i believe in the construction i believe before i knew the term the construction i believe in the critical thinking even when it comes to faith as well because i think it's too simplistic to say because the bible says so this is what we're supposed to do the cause of quotes like because the Bible says so, women are living in abuse. And the thing is, one thing about love, because God is love for me, is works like this. Is love does not tolerate abuse. That's the thing. But oftentimes, religious systems are used to promote abuse. We can see in the Catholic Church, where we see priests that are abusing women, abusing children. Uh, we can see this even in the churches that are protesting as well. We see the abuse of power by pastors. We see the fact that oftentimes when cases of rape or abuse do happen within the church, oftentimes they do not even think about going to the police. They would be very dismissive about it. And leadership allows these things to happen. Oftentimes they blame the women. And this happens in many religious circles as well. So in many religious circles, I think 
think of realities like India and Pakistan, in which there is honor killing. For example, and something that this has been present in Chinese society, by the way, even like till like few years ago, 60s, 70s, like if a woman got raped, got raped, normally she had to get married to the abuser, to the rapist. If the woman cheated, she had to, she had to go to prison because of that. And men often times did they have to do these things. It was that there wasn't the same punishment. The state of these things run very, runs very deep within these societies. Within our societies, this run deep. It runs deep and has been reinforced and they've been used different tools to reinforce this. And it's so important. And this borders the cause. It causes, first of all, talk, promotion of toxic masculinity. There is a lack of accountability for men. There is a promotion of control and power over women, over women's body. This is what happens with our society. It's kind of normal. Is very much normal. Let me tell you, if you are a, a sister with a brother, normally you will notice your brother is treated differently. That will, hap- that will happen with me in my household. My brother is 11 years younger than me. Okay? He's 11 years younger than me. He's been given literally little to no responsibility in the household. Like today, I was at home. I noticed that he prepared some food. and left food up washing his dishes. And the guy goes in and out of the house as if he's in a hotel. Doesn't wash his dishes, doesn't clean the house. Meanwhile, equally, my sisters, they work, they even study as well. They work and study, they provide for the household, they still clean and take care of and do washing machines and everything. And so already you see within the household there is a disparity when it comes to the distribution of work, of work okay? Then what happens in the work? Oftentimes here in Italy still, through the interviews, they will ask you, if you, you are married, you know, we'll ask about your status of whether you're married, you're not married, if you're planning to have children. Because women are seen as burden within the job market. Okay? They don't seem as high performative as men within the job market. Because they're the ones that carry the babies. But equally to their partners, women will not, men will not be asked the same question. And you know, you will not dare to ask a man if he's having a child or not. These, these are just few examples I'm sharing with you to make you understand how gender violence is presented with faith this society and our rights, people's rights, women's rights are not protected. And this is just an example, but we have to think about it as a non okay. It starts with stereotypes. I read recently a book, Maledetta Sfortuna by Carlotta Vagnoli. It's in Italian. If you're an Italian speaker, you should read the book to start somewhere. To start somewhere. The book is not perfect. There was the, also the issue when it comes to the N-word as well. I got the first edition. I think the next edition was supposed to be edited out. There is the N-word too. So the, one of the issue is we have to think uh, when it comes to gender uh, violence, uh, the hour is bad. But it's the same way when it comes to sexism and racism. At the bottom, there are sexist comments, and sexist comments, abuse, things like that. Sexist comments, cat calling. We have this at the bottom. They're at the top. We have murderers and uh, abuse and right. And it's very important. I remember again, I told him that we go to the roof courses and ask men, especially men, to go to the roof courses and especially ask men to step up. I literally, because this cannot be. This work, this labor cannot be done by only women. Because as women, how long we've been saying we're being abused, we're being harassed. And uh, literally, we always, the people were saying, like, oh, stop exaggerating it. And I, oftentimes we don't even say it because 
it's like an embarrassment. I have people close to me that have been bitten, have been threatened with digital material, they've been manipulated uh, when it comes to their relationship. And that sometimes leaves me with really heavy heart because these are people that dare to me in my lives. Like for aunties, friends, uh, family members, it's just, it's, it's painful. It's painful. And, um, Unfortunately, even when it comes to like people say like just go to the public authority to report this thing. But reporting is not even enough. Because when you go and report, okay, the amount the oftentimes officers, the police does not really side with the people, they side with power. And so I've been in a situation which police kind of laughed. In the moment, people were reported rape cases, and it would be rare. It's very rare that you find good police officers, police officers that are really ready to help and not ask stupid questions like, how were you dressed? Why didn't you say no? Because the fact that you're still asking those questions, really, you don't know your job and you don't know what we're talking about right here. Because it's not as simple to simply say no. It's not as simple to just, oh, you were dressed that way. And so that's why you were raped. Trust me, people get raped where in Asia cause of rape is not women's body. The cause of rape, of rape, abuse, gender violence is the raping, is the violent men within the society. And if you subscribe even silently to those rules, you need to ask yourself some questions. And I'm asking like men, what are you doing to dismantle that? Because as women, we keep on reporting these issues. But what men are doing to make sure that this does not happen again. What men are doing. I'm telling you, are you treating women that you're not attracted to? Do you even see the women that you're not attracted to? How are you treating us? That's one question that I see. I'll ask you some questions. And that's some questions I think that's women we need to ask ourselves. Because even we are influenced by the patriarchy. We are influenced. We internalize those ideas. Because when we think that men, I don't know, men are just better, you know, men are better friends, a better colleague, because, you know, they're not that competitive, they are nicer. We're subscribing to the rules of, of patriarchy here. We have subscribed to the rules of patriarchy. So it's very important that we let it go. We, we just let it go and learn to deconstruct and build solidarity and build our forces. But especially men, again and again, I'm asking, what are you doing? Because what like really upsets me out of everything is the silence. It's the silence that men have and the violence that men keep on perpetrating. Because trust me, it's not enough to be a good boy or be defined a good boy. And if you find comfort in being defined as a good guy, probably you're also part of the problem. There is news for you. You're also part of the problem. Because if you are not constructed, toxic masculinity, letting go of those ideas, not being able to be vulnerable, learning to process your emotions, learning that if a woman decides to leave you or not stay in a relationship, you do not. Owner, you are part of the problem. If you're 
accusing a woman of pretending to be pregnant, you are part of the problem. Oh, if you are thinking that, oh, you are the women, you know about football? How come? Ha ha ha. Do you know what you're even talking about? You are part of the problem. If you are thinking that just because you are a man, you are the head of the household, but you don't even have any kind of emotional intelligence or any sort of respect for the women that you're living with, you are part of the problem. If you think that you are on set just because you are in a relationship with a woman or because the women just smiled at you, you are part part of the problem. You are a bloody part of the problem. I'm thinking what are you doing to deconstruct and ensuring that this narrative does not carry on. Because seriously like I had enough. We have had enough as women. I'm tired. I'm tired to hear stories of my friends being in a relationship and suffering in this relationship. Being abused, being uh, psychologically manipulated. It's more common. Let me tell you guys. It's really more common than you think. Really please people to check in all your friends ask the right questions when you notice something's not going right please 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 talk to the people and ensure that these people are not isolated as well ensure that your friends are not isolated then we tell you one thing that we can do to fight the patriarchy is to stick together as community as sister share share information like let me tell you share your of history, share your even your sexual history if needed. Share where, which which dates are you going on and what happens in those days. Share, 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 share what happens with your male friend, especially if something weird happens. They touch in a strange way, or a stranger touches you in a strange way. Talk, share is important. There is power in sharing because we are not alone. You are not alone, sister. Let me tell you, you are not alone. We stand together and we will, we will rise up one day. Let me tell you, we will rise up one day and we will, you don't have to be in that abusive relationship. You're worthy of love and you do not serve to be in that relationship. You haven't done anything wrong to be in that relationship. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to live love in freedom and with a lot of kindness. So do not, do not, please find people I ask you to find it. Please, 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 let's build community. Let's stick together and let's leave nobody behind. Oggi è sempre non una di meno. This is what the feminist women do say here in Italy. I'm not I, I refuse, we have to refuse to leave women behind. We have to believe women when we speak up. Like in the case of the Spanish footballer, we have to believe women. I really stand with solidarity with the Spanish team, the women's team, the World Cup winners of the women. World Cup, we stand with them, I stand with them because it's ridiculous. The president of the Spanish Federation has to resign, he has to remove from that role and he has to pray for his squad because it does not exist that he abuses a player, he kisses her without a will. And even looking at the video of the old scene, it's just a then the father, oh, he was, I saw the way he was kissing those, those players, those players, he was scary, the way he, the way he was kissing, like players, it was so sad because the people have, this, it looks like 11 people from the, from the Spanish staff resigned regarding the Rubiales, the president of the, of the, of the team, uh, also when it comes to Hermosa, the football player, she's been very vocal. Oh, the team stuck by her, they said they're not playing, there is no 
retry uh, still like this man is not does not resign and he kept saying i'm not resigning i'm not resigning this feminist this fake feminist are not kicking me out haha <laughs> guess what uh, you've been suspended and i hope you get fired and you go because it does not exist you kissing a woman without consent that's harassment consent is a key concept men learn that concept please women let's embrace our concept and remind people that consent is important it's very important nobody can touch you can have access to your body just because they want to have access to your body if they have access to your body in the moment that you say no and they decided to force themselves for you they touch you in an unsolicited way that's harassment that's abuse and that has to be reported it has to be addressed so it's so important please 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 i feel this episode is all over the place i will fix this up it is no matter it's very important that we really like protect women at all costs we protect all women including trans women because some of you would not think of probably trans women but trans women really they can really suffer and they can really like, even when it comes to the street or when it comes to women are being killed trans women have higher chances of being killed also when it comes to women especially women uh women of color black women also those numbers do increase when it comes to these people in these communities so with that being said i want to remind you so please 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 support women uh find the power of your key every day any day in whichever form men this is your job is not our responsibility yeah thank you so much for listening don't forget to follow chronicles of the black italian women at a b high double way i'm at smile and pen on instagram and also share comment like subscribe do whatever you need to do to support this podcast i want to say a big thank you grazie take care bye ciao to the next episode bye bye